What's up, guys? This is Josh and Tanner back with another episode of the Greg Rich Ministries podcast. And we just got back from a week-long trip in Brazil, and it was an amazing time. Yeah, we were down with the people at Rema Brazil. Uh, Verba da Vida is the church down there that Rema has, and we were at their Southeast Ministers Conference. And so what that was was all the ministers in the Southeast area of Brazil came together in one place. We actually rented out a hotel Everybody, all the ministers stayed in the same place and they had a convention center there. So we had the conference there. Yeah. So there was like 800 to a thousand people there. And it was really cool because everyone just stayed at this hotel the whole time. So we got to eat together. We Mm -hmm. went to service together. um, And it was just amazing to be able to get to know everybody and see that even though these people were somewhere else in the world, they still had the same heart and vision at what Rama was doing and, and the way that they were reaching the world. Yeah, it's cool because we have the Holy Spirit in us and they have the Holy Spirit in them, you just sync up together, even though you don't speak the same language. It's amazing. Yeah. And something I was impressed with too, is they had such a heart for Brazil, but they also had the heart for the world. Yes. I can't, you know, how many times did we hear them say, you know, we're, our heart or our vision is for the world and talked about all the different missionaries that yeah. they had everywhere. Yeah. They had multiple missionaries come up and share their heart, share what they're doing, what their mission is. I mean, there were some in Chile and France, all over the world. Yeah. There was even a, a couple that was going to Italy that mm-hmm. was being launched. Yeah. Um, while we were there. So not only that, but there was a, they had an ordination service. They did. They had an ordination service and over 140 ministers got ordained. So it was, a, it was a big deal for them, very emotional experience. And it was something that was really awesome to be a part of. Yeah. And it's cool to see that they're really training and equipping leaders in Brazil. So the leaders are, they're so secure in who they are. Um, they're really humble. So you see that, you know, they actually see it as their responsibility to send the people that they're ministering to further than they are. And so that's just been, was a really inspiring thing to see that, you know, there's a place of being so confident in who you are that it actually is humbling to be able to have the people under you go further than you. Yeah. And that's one of the things that it starts at the top and works its way down. Uh, Mama Jan, she was the founder, her and her husband, Bud at Raymond Brazil. She was there at the conference and she ministered. And I remember her talking about how mama loves her children and, and, and just the fact that the care that she has and the, the, the vision she has for, for her children, like she calls them, all the ministers there to go on and do great things. Yeah. And I love, you know, what she spoke about. She is, she's on offense. She's yeah. being aggressive and um, that's their whole vision down there. I know she was saying that in the next three years, you're going to do more than what you've done your whole life. And I believe that's for more than just the people that were there. That's for a lot of people in the body of Christ that we're going to be doing so much more in these coming years. And we've seen happen in a long time, but it was just cool to see how aggressive they were going after what God had called them to do. It was, it was great. It was great to be a part of, um, seeing, seeing Raymond Brazil for the first time. And one of the things that they talked about that I can see now is that they, they're strong on no division. They're strong on unity. So they're not in competition with, with each other as pastors. They're not trying to steal sheep or steal members of others' churches. They're, they're working together for the work of the Lord to accomplish and make his great name known. Yeah. And when there's no competition, that's true unity. And so what you're seeing is there's different churches popping up in the same location, but they're complementing one another instead of competing against each other. And so we have these different pastors that are leading different congregations, but are still finding a way to, you know, join each other's hands and reach that same community together. That was one thing I did notice is that, that they're all givers and helpers. And so that's why when the minute, minute, uh, missionaries were coming up, sharing their heart, 
the other pastors are getting there, hooking up with him, trying to help them accomplish what God has called them to do. And they were all doing that for each other. Yeah. And something that was awesome to see was that they now have over 40 healing schools all around Brazil. They even had two in Japan and one in Chile. But man, they have over 2,900 ministers that have been trained through their healing school program that now are able to minister to people all around Brazil. Yeah, and that's something that we're very passionate about. You know, Josh teaches in the healing school here at Rayma USA, and we together have actually done some healing schools around the world. We've uh, we did one in Kenya. We've done some here in the states, and so to go down there and see the healing schools that are being established in Brazil was amazing to see firsthand. And and one of the things that we're excited to announce now is that. Next year, 2019 in May, we're actually going to be traveling to Brazil for about six to eight weeks. And we're going to be going to the different healing schools. We're going to be going to different churches, doing some youth events and going down there to preach and teach the word of God. Yeah, and we're excited because we met quite a few awesome people while we were there. And, you know, we hope we have the opportunity to be able to go as much as we can around Brazil. Because, you know, being at the hotel was amazing, but we're excited to see the whole country. I know that both of us for a lot of, you know, for many years, we've been talking about going to Brazil and, and for visiting. And, you know, it was awesome to go down and see the heart of the people. And we're just excited to be able to go back for an extended time. Yeah, now. excited to hook up with what they're doing down there and help them accomplish what God has called them to do. So it's, it's going to be an awesome time. We're looking forward to it in May 2019. Yeah, and at the conference this year, Tad Gregorich, the head of Gregorich Ministries, he was the keynote speaker. And so he was ministering to the other ministers of Rama Brazil. Yeah, and he actually teaches a class here at Rama um, called the Minister's Heart. So what he's doing is he's establishing what the minister's heart has to be. You know, so he spoke to these ministers here at this conference. What does your mindset and your perspective has to be as a minister? And so every single service we started at John chapter 14, and we looked at what Jesus was saying. One of the things Jesus was always saying throughout the book of the, throughout the book of John was he was saying, I am in the father and the father in me. And so, so he taught on the fact that Jesus was always aware of the fact that he was in the father and the father was in him. And he constantly spoke on that. So one of the mindsets that we have to have as a minister is that we are in the father and the father is in us. Yeah. And it's critical that we actually have that same mindset that we're in the father and the father is in us and that the life of God itself actually flows through us because the person of God himself lives in us. Yep. And so in John chapter 14, that's one of the scriptures that, that it says right after Jesus is saying, I am in the father and the father in me, it says that it's the father in me that does the work. So it's, it's not about our might and our strength, but it's God, the person of God on the inside of us doing the work. And so after that, it goes on to say, it's John chapter 14, verse 12. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I would, I do, he will do also and greater works than these shall he do. And so that's what my dad talked about is he was telling these ministers that as a minister, you have to have the mindset that you are in the father, the father's in you and the very same works that Jesus did, you are going to go do the very same thing. And so what did Jesus go about doing? Yeah. Jesus went about doing good, healing all who were oppressed. And so, you know, what we noticed in that scripture, your dad was really highlighting is that it was Jesus of Nazareth who was anointed. It was Jesus, the man who was anointed to go release the power of God in this earth. Yeah. And so the very same way that Jesus was anointed, we were anointed. Like we've talked about in previous podcasts, we're the same way, not, we're not Jesus, but the same way that he ministered is the same way that we minister. And one thing that Jesus said in that passage is he said, you know, if you don't believe me, believe the works that I do. Yeah. And so what he's saying is that when we have the mindset that the father is in us and we're in the father, people are going to be able to see that God is real because of the life that is released by the words that we speak and the actions that we take. 
Yeah. And so it's, it's that mindset that we have to have as ministers. And so every single night, my dad started at this place. I am in the father and the father is in me. And the second night he actually talked about the life of God being on the inside of us. And, and there's a highlight in one of the video clips where he's going, my God, the life of God is on the inside of me. It's in you. It's in you. And it's just that mindset that we have that the very life of God dwells on the inside of us. Yeah. And I think it's so important that we don't let that thought just pass by, but we actually possess it that man, God himself, the very source of life, he lives on the inside side of me. And every time I reach out, God is released. Every time I speak, God is released. And so as we make ourselves conscious of that, we're actually renewing our mind to a reality that is already true in the spirit. Yeah. And, and one of the other scriptures that he talked about was that believers lay hands on the sick and they will recover. And so what is happening in that moment when you lay your hands on the sick, it's that you're releasing what's on the inside of you and it's the life of God. Yeah, and when you're confident in that as a minister, then you have no fear of what you're facing. It doesn't matter if somebody's dealing with a headache or if they have cancer, whatever it is, you're confident that the very person of God lives in you, that we're in the Father and the Father's in us. And since he's with us, there's nothing that can stand against us. There's no sickness that can stay in any body because the anointed one, the person of God is dwelling in us. Yeah, and so it's not it's not us doing the work. We're so confident because it's the Father in us. In us that does the work. You know, when Jesus was walking through the crowds of people and the woman with the issue of blood came and touched the hem of his garment, it was that life that was released into her. And we have to have that same mindset that when people come up to us and touch our clothes, that life gets out of us and into them. Yeah. And something that your dad was even saying, he said, Jesus was so aware of who was on the inside of him that even his clothes were saturated with the power of God, that it couldn't even be contained in his physical body. It was coming out. And so what, what does that mean? This means that Jesus was bearing fruit. And so he even talked about Peter and about Peter's shadow. And so that the life of God was so real to Peter that even his shadow carried that very power. And so as ministers, we have to have that mindset. And so that's what he established this week in them. And so then the third night he went on and recapped those things that he was talking about. And then he got talking about the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit gives us power. And we have a comforter, a helper that is with us at all times. Yeah. And that's such a comforting thing to know is that we never have to do it on our own. Not only is the Holy Spirit with us to perform the works, but he's going to lead us how to do it. You know, he even led your dad on how to conduct the meetings and, you know, how things were supposed to go that week. And he's going to do that for all the ministers there, you know, as they get up in front of their churches or they're going out and doing crusades or whatever they're doing, they're going to be led by that spirit of God to operate that service in the way that he wants to do it. Yep. God tells us what to do and he shows us how to do it. And then he does it. Yep, exactly. And so we don't even have, we have a part to play, but our part is obedience and belief and faith. It's not us having to sit down and write a journal out and write step by step how to do everything. No, it's just relationship relationship and listening to the father. Yeah, but we're just cooperating with him. You know, it's a team and and we're working together, but he's going to show us the best moves that we can make, the best things that we can do in order to see the results that he has for everybody. Yep. And so he really emphasized the fact that it's time for men and women of God, ministers to stand up and be confident in who God's made them to be, not be insecure and trying to get a certain number of people at their church or get enough pats on the back, but no, be secure in who God's made you to be and speak and do 
the things that God has told you to do. Yeah, and I think there's something awesome in the fact that there's true humility in taking your place and taking your position in Christ. Some people might think it's arrogant to say, I'm anointed and I have the power and the life of God living on the inside of me. But that's actually the most, you know, humble thing that you could do is just to take the place that God already prepared for you. And so I think that something that he was talking about was that these ministers need to be confident in the position that God has put them in. You know, God put them in in their position that they're in and that they should take that place and allow God to move in the way he wants to. Yep. And you don't have to listen to what other people tell you and say, oh, I could do this better than you or, oh, you're not doing this right. No, you have belief and faith that God has sent you and placed you where you are. And so it doesn't matter who you are listening to this podcast, whether you are in ministry or whether you're not. God has a plan for your life and a purpose for your life. And so it's time that you have faith and believe in who you've been, who God has made you to be. And so we want to encourage you this week, have faith that the life of God's on the inside of you. Have faith that the Holy Spirit is with you. And so everything you do, it's not you doing the work. It's the Father in you doing the work. As Jesus said, I am in the Father, the Father in me. It's the same way with you. You're in the Father and the Father's in you. And we believe that as you believe those things, as you set your mind and put your perspective in that same way that Jesus had, you'll do the works that Jesus did and greater works you will do as well. Thanks for listening to the Gregorich Ministries podcast this week. If you enjoyed this message, please share it with your friends and your family and be sure to follow us on all social media at Gregorich Ministries.